Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Courageously Unapologetic with Corrine Allen. I'm excited to talk with you guys today. I've been doing some new things this week. Um, During all of this, obviously, it can bring up a lot of different feelings, um, a lot of different energies, a lot of, you know, just kind of like we, for those of us that live in, um, you know, states or countries (laughs) that get cold, Uh, we know that we get cabin fever and we know that we get tired of staying inside. And someone was asking me the other day, like, how are you doing? I'm like, it kind of just feels like a long winter. Um, So some of the things that I've been doing, because it's not freezing outside, is I this week said to myself, like, why am I not going for a ride every morning. Um, I love my Jeep. I love how it feels. One of the reasons why I started getting Jeeps is because of just the feeling of it. And though it is not take your top off season yet, um, I can at least have like windows down and bring like a hot cup of coffee with me. Um, and so I've been doing that and it just feels really great. Um, and you know, I think that, we can go and we can get fresh air and, you know, we can even go for longer rides and just no destination. Um, so anyway, um, that's one of the things that has been fun. And, you know, the kids obviously are home um, and they think it's pretty fun that they can load up in their jammies and, you know, they can bring their iPad or their Nintendo Switch or whatever, Um because mommy's going to be blasting music. So it's fun and um, it just gets everybody out. And then, of course, there's all of the activities and stuff that we talked about and I shared about. Um, and you can Pinterest for hours. But also, you need time to just not feel like you're constantly doing an activity or doing schoolwork. So, um, But anyway, I wanted to share with you this topic um, because this is one of the pages that is actually going into um, a booklet that I am in the process of creating um, that will be ready to go on the 13th. So that's exciting. Um, But my girlfriend and I have been working on this and we are just two spirits that are very connected and, um, you know, our our core beliefs um, and just our, our mindset, um, really connects us and, um, you know, our stories and all that kind of stuff. So we've been working on this together and I was looking through the pages and I'm like, I want to share one of them. Um, but not, you know, the 20, 30 pages or whatnot. Um, because I feel like this one is something that, um, if you happen to have read uh, Rachel Hollis's Girl, Wash Your Face, the whole kind of like method to that was like, you know, getting through the lies. And so I decided to make one of these pages, the lies that you believe. So, you know, it's one thing to break down the lies that, you know, you've been told and trying to like figure that out. But what carries us into creating this hole in our heart and this lid on ourself and on our growth is actually the lies that we believe. And, you know, I kind of joked about it, but it's so very true. Um, I referenced Pretty Woman because it is my favorite movie. Um, (laughs) Don't ask me why a little girl loves a movie with a prostitute. I have no idea, okay? (laughs) But, um, 
It's been my favorite movie my whole entire life, and maybe it's my mad crush on Richard Gere. I don't know, but that's the truth. So one of the things that Julia Roberts says in that movie is people put you down enough and you start to believe it. The bad stuff is easier to believe. And I mean, I remember being a little girl even connecting to that, let alone a teenager and an adult, and then the awakening of our 30s that is life-changing, all the soul-searching, if you allow it and open it. Um, And, you know, it was just like, I I sat back and as I was writing and sharing about this and getting this page ready, I was just thinking about, you know, we, we didn't just, we were not born thinking that we were fat and ugly, worthless, mediocre, stupid, We were born hopeful and soft and trusting, and we were just these simple, little, beautiful human beings. And throughout our lives, we hardened, and that was brought on by somebody else. Losing that hope in people, but the most important part of this is losing it within ourselves. And we began to doubt who we were in those moments and who we, who we thought we were. Like, what did we think of ourselves? And it, it you know, goes back to from how we looked at, how we looked at ourself, um, how we looked to the words that we were saying. And the, the deeper part of this is that those people didn't just make us, those, those people and those situations didn't just make us question who we were at that time when those statements were said when we were five or eight or 15 or whenever that damage was done. It, they didn't just make us question during that time, but it led us and it created this lid of us questioning who we were able to become what we were capable of becoming, if, how in the world could we ever become something great and put effort into ourselves and into what we think we want to be when that person and that situation made us believe that it wasn't possible. So if you do not think that something is possible, you won't try it. You have to have some type of hope in you. And that's why I shared like... <clears throat> We are born hopeful. We are born soft and trusting and hopeful. Bottom line, we are born hopeful. And at some point, something or somebody comes in and just takes that away and crushes it. And, you know, it's this is the part that a lot of people get stuck at and a lot of people stay there. You know, I wanted to do this. I've heard so many times in conversations, I was supposed to do this with my life, but then this happened. Blame. I was supposed to have this career, but then I got pregnant again and again. Okay? You still have a chance. The world's not over. It's blame and it's doubt. And it's not having hope, but not having belief in yourself anymore. Nothing deserves us losing our hope over but we have to do the work. So those people who say that stuff was taken away from them, yes, that in that situation, at that moment, you are a victim of that circumstance, of that situation, of that moment. But if you choose to carry that, then you literally become a victim for the rest of your life and that bleeds on to everybody else and everything else. 
And that goes for everything. The healing that we don't do bleeds onto everybody else. Our moods, whether good or bad, bleed onto everybody else. And this is one of those areas. So yes, it is. It's for some terrible reason. People put you down enough, you start to believe it. And the bad stuff is easier to believe. But we don't have to live there. We walk through it. We don't make a home in it. And we don't ruin the rest of our life for it. So, you know, here's something that probably a lot of people aren't going to tell you. Because a lot of people are scared to hurt someone's feelings. And a lot of people are scared to own their truth because it's actually somebody else's truth. Hear me? Okay? Because I was one of those people. A lot of people are scared to own their own truths because it's actually somebody else's truth. It's actually somebody else's pain. So I'm going to tell you this. Consider the source. Consider the source of that time, that situation, those moments, that person, that thing that made you believe otherwise. And then ask yourself, how they're doing, what they're doing, who they are in your life. And just sit in that for a little bit. Because as I call them, our 30s being the years of awakening, I've been an old soul my entire life. And I am not afraid to say I've had my head on straight since I was very young. I was forced to become independent very early. And that's fine. (laughs) I'm not mad at it. It's the reality and it's the truth. That is me owning my truth, which is somebody else's truth, but it's facts. So I'm not scared to hurt someone's feelings. I was forced to grow up and not mad about it. But you have to sit and think back. And as I talk about our 30s being the years of awakening, it's different. Your awakening is not you having your head on straight and you being an adult. It's, there's a difference between being grown and being an adult. Because adult is age. Being 18 is an adult. That is not grown. Even if you and I and whoever had their head on straight at 18, they're not grown. That's the bottom line. They have no idea all the years of work that is coming. All the years of unfolding, of connecting the dots, of realizing things 30s are magical and they are so freaking challenging, so freaking challenging. There are blogs and posts and poems about the 30s. If you know exactly one of the ones that I'm talking about, I hope that you'll tag me over on Instagram um, so we can share that together because there is a powerful blog that somebody, some amazing woman wrote about our 30s and it is dead on. 30s are hard. They are challenging. They're exhausting. They're unfolding. They're life-changing, groundbreaking, cycle-breaking, soul-digging, soul-changing, but it's all choice. 30s are going to be challenging regardless, but you get to choose what you gain out of it. Are you going to grow through them or are you just going to go through them? Are you just going to live life or are you going to thrive? It's all up to you. But during these years of the 30s, what I've come back to multiple times is considering the source. I looked at people and I looked at situations that hurt me, that were lies that I believed. And I sit here now and I'm like, 
you're not even you're you're not doing even any healing. You're not even owning your truth. You're not even <clears throat> and this is not putting that blame on them. This is opening it. This is actually dealing with it. Because blaming them, let's differentiate here. Blaming them would be I'm not growing in my life because my so-and-so did this to me. I'm not pursuing this future because this child accidentally got me pregnant. This I accidentally got child with whatever. You guys know what I'm trying to say. I accidentally got pregnant with this child. So now my whole future is just changed and ruined. That's blaming. And that is not okay. Considering the source can go multiple ways. Consider the source and look at how are they doing? What are they doing? Are they owning their truth? Um, Have you gotten apologies that you think you deserve? If you did, great. That's really awesome. I hope that it filled that hole in that relationship. If you didn't get that apology that you may or may not deserve, you have to accept that too. Because your truth and your work is not up to them. It's up to you. I will say it all the time. I always do. People, it's in all the things that I can possibly share. And I finally figured out that it's from a girl. The quote is from a girl named Denise Forum, I believe. Your wounds are probably not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal them. When we wait for apologies, what are we really doing? putting our life on hold and blaming somebody else for us sucking at life. It's just like people who live in their childhood still. No matter what age you are, you are being willing to ruin your entire life and future because of your childhood, because of the lies that you believe and the lies that you are allowing to control your life. They are your wounds. They are the things that happen to you. You are a victim in those situations, but remaining a victim is up to you and is in your control. Once we awaken and we start to heal and we start to connect the dots and break the cycles and see the light and we put in this effort of becoming more and healing, we start realizing who didn't, who isn't. People are asleep. Some people are awake. Some people want to heal. Some people want to awaken. Some people want to stay being a victim. It makes them feel good. They're getting attention of some sort. I hope that makes sense to you. People aren't always what you think they are. And you're not capable to them because they don't carry a light like you do. And they don't believe in their truth the way that you do. So sure, show them. But, but most importantly, this is not about blaming other people, proving other people wrong. Those, those days are done. Like if we are still living in a world of prove them wrong, it's, we need to just grow up a little bit. We need to become actual grown adults. This is about proving to yourself who you are and what you are capable of. F what other people are doing and what they're not doing. Own those parts of you, identify those blocks in you, identify those parts in you that are just lingering on in victim mindsets and say, what can I do differently? 
What lies have I been forced to believe that I've let sit there for too long? Who put them there? What tells you this? Like, what tells you you're not capable of this? Who tells you that? Do you allow those lies to control your actions, to control your thoughts, your life? And what is the truth of it? When you look at those things, when you remember those situations, is there actually any truth in it? And bust it and tell yourself, I know that this is not true about me because look it, I did this. I achieved this. I am achieving this. I feel this way. I got through this. I look like this. I've, whatever it is, we're all going to have our different traumas, our different situations, um, different people who've done different things and said different things, relationships, childhood things. But we get to choose what we, what we do with it and if we stay living in it. So remember, considering the source has multiple levels to it. It's not about blaming. It's not about judging. It is literally facts. And that's the difference. When people say that maybe, maybe you have people in your life that say the same things to me. Like, you're quick to see what's the worst thing that could happen you're quick to see the negative side. Nope. I am quick to point out the facts and other people are quick to shit rainbows. I like to look at the facts first, the bottom line, and look at the real full picture. Then we can go into airy fairy hopes and dreams and, you know, rainbows and clouds. So considering the source of that pain, of that trauma, of that situation, is you literally identifying the facts of who that is, what they're doing, what they're not doing, and then considering the source of, am I really letting this person, no matter who it is, why am I doing this to myself? Like really think about what you have allowed yourself to miss out on or skip over um, and considering the source of, is this a person who had no control in it? Is this a person that wasn't a parent, that wasn't a spouse, was an innocent child? Like really, is that, the you're considering the source, like it was out of their control. It was actually in your control, not them. And carrying that blame will affect that relationship. So considering the source has multiple levels. So maybe this is something that can help um, or just speak to or, um, you know, shine some perspective into someone's life that listens today. Just wanted to share that with you. And um, I am so super excited to get this booklet finished up and get it out into the world. Um, Also, I just wanted to share with you guys, I am basically combining the two. Um, I'm letting the Courageously Unapologetic Instagram go, and I'm just going to be doing everything over on my personal Instagram. So um, in case you are not following over there, you want to connect more or send me um, thoughts, ideas, responses, anything like that, um, my Instagram is Corrine underscore Nanette, and I will put that in some information um, in the description of this episode so it's easier to find because my name is obviously a little different. <laughs> so anyway, um, I hope to hope you guys have a wonderful week and get some fresh air, go for a ride, and 
get out and uh, make the best out of it.